you know, trying to give dietary advice is kind of one of those one size fits all things. And uh, if, if there's anything that I want to be known for, it's, it's I want to be the anti one size fits all guy. Episode 658 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, running and fasting can coexist. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, just want to take a minute and uh, thank a couple of folks, several folks, five folks that uh, have left reviews for the podcast in uh, the last month or so, whatever it is. Uh, and, and we'll start with uh, Debbie's mom who said uh, she loves it. Great podcast for runners of all abilities, whether you run 5k or ultras or anything in between. Denny has you covered. Good advice. Awesome interviews. Love the quick tips. I never miss a podcast. Well, thank you, Debbie's mom. Certainly appreciate the review and appreciate you listening uh, from Leva. Sorry, I'm going to screw this up. Lavatoro, maybe? Lava, 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 you probably know who you are because I'm screwing up your name. I apologize for that, Lavatoro. Uh, number one running podcast. I love this podcast so much. Hits all the right topics that you want to hear about. And the monthly Q&A episodes are fantastic too. It's just what I'm looking for. Give it a listen. Well, thank you for that. And from A A Flover, A A. AF Lover, maybe? Air Force Lover? 16? AF Lover 16. Uh, since the first episode, I've been hooked. Denny gives awesome advice through quick tips, Q&A, and the Facebook group individually individually to and on the Facebook. Sorry, misreading here. Start over. Denny gives awesome advice through quick tips, Q&A, and on the Facebook group individually to you. He has crazy energy in every episode. Listening to him on the daily run or in or on the way to work will immediately pick up your mood. I stumbled upon his podcast and immediately I was hooked. Well, thank you for that. Certainly appreciate you listening. Uh, my go-to running pro- podcast from JR underscore Lee 1213. Uh, I've only been running a year and this podcast has been very informative and helpful. Several of the tips on injuries have helped me overcome some of my leg pains associated with running. Love the question and answer episode every month. Denny is plugged in with his listeners and is very down to earth. Motivating stuff. Keep up the good work. And uh, the last interview or the last interview, the last uh, review from this little uh, session here from Ajax 10 says my daily commute go to. I'm an in I'm an intermediate runner who has recently been bitten by the long distance bug. I found Diz on to be hands down my favorite to both learn and be inspired. Plus, he's a fellow MTSU grad. Uh, I listen to many, and uh, D- Diz hands down is the best out there. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Go Blue Raiders! Uh, and uh, for everybody who left reviews today uh, or in the last in the last few weeks, appreciate that. Everybody who's left a review in the past, thank you so much. If you haven't left a review yet on on iTunes or or on whatever your podcast app of choice might be. Uh, it, it is helpful in that, it, you know, a lot of times when people are searching for running podcasts, like several of these reviews have pointed out, you know, I stumbled upon the podcast somehow. I found it searching through iTunes. Um, and, and having those reviews helps the show to, to come up a little bit higher when somebody searches, you know, running or something like that. Uh, but also, you know, when somebody does find the show and they're looking for, well, is this show worth listening to? Seeing some reviews definitely, you know, maybe gives somebody that uh, that little extra nudge to give the show a listen. Um, and you know, it's, it's one of the ways that has definitely helped, uh, the show really grow, uh, in, in 20, 2018, and hopefully will continue to help the show continue to grow in 2019 as well. So thank you to everyone who's left a review recently, everyone who's left a review over the last four and a half years. And, uh, if you haven't done so and, and would be so inclined to do it, it would certainly be appreciated. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today I want to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and don't worry. I'm not going to try to encourage you 
to stop eating breakfast or, or only eat for a few hours a day or anything like that. Um, it, it is what I do. Um, and I, we'll get into that a bit more as we go. But I, I had someone reach out on Instagram recently um, and, and asked, basically said, I, I feel like you've talked about, you know, this is, this is the, the, the post or the, the, the message that was sent to me. I feel like you've mentioned doing intermittent fasting before. I'm kind of curious about it. Have you done a quick tip? If so, can you tell me which one it is? And I, kind of looking through the, the archives, it's something I've mentioned in several Q&A episodes where people have, have talked about or asked about some of the, the intermittent fasting or some of the, the dietary things that I do. Um, so I've talked about it a little bit here and there, but don't have, you know, kind of a, an episode specific to it. So today what I want to do, uh, in response to this question and, and in case anyone else has had a question as well, kind of just share my take on intermittent fasting. I'm not going to get into all of the science. I'm not going to get into whether you should or should not do it. Um, I feel like that's something that you need to, to decide. You know, I feel like that's kind of a, you know, trying to give dietary advice is kind of one of those one size fits all things. And, uh, if, if there's anything that I want to be known for, it's, it's I want to be the anti one size fits all guy. So, um, I think that intermittent fasting works for me, which again, we're going to get into here a little bit more. If you want to give it a shot, give it a shot. I think there's value in trying different things. You might always find something that works a bit better than what you've been doing, but I don't feel like, I, I feel like it's, it's ridiculous to, you know, really say that this is the one thing and everyone must do it or else. Um, this is our thing. This is our way of eating. This is our way of fueling may work for you, may not work for you. Um, and even the science when it comes to intermittent fasting, really, honestly, the science is that it works for some, but it's not necessarily for everyone. You know, there are some people that who shouldn't do it. So we'll get into that a little bit as we go as well. Um, but again, I'm not coming here to try to persuade you just trying to give you some, basically my, my perspective, uh, why I'm doing it, what, what I've noticed, um, and, and give you kind of a little nugget to chew on to decide if maybe it's something that you want to try or not, or not. Um, but at least give you a little bit of information, some, some basic information. So starting off with, with just basically what is intermittent fasting, because there are a lot of different definitions out there. And, uh, as such, there really is no standard definition of intermittent fasting that the simple view or the simple definition, I guess, is that intermittent fasting means that you don't eat for certain periods of the day. Now you may have heard that there, because there's been articles out there that, that we need to be eating every two or three hours or something like that to keep our metabolism revved up. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe, but um, there's also been plenty of studies that show that that having a break where you don't eat doesn't really screw up your metabolism that much. And and quite honestly, we all fast for at least a, a little bit of time every day anyway uh, because you're sleeping. Hopefully, you're getting those those seven to eight to nine hours of sleep a night. I know not all of you are, but uh, hopefully that's that's the target. So so right there, you already got a good chunk of a fast. If you're getting eight hours of sleep, um, there's eight hours that you're not eating. Uh, you know, and if you don't eat, you know, the last second before you go to bed, you know, there's, there's maybe a couple hours from the time that you finish the, the evening meal until you go to bed eight hours. You, you probably already have pretty easily, pretty, sta- pretty much daily, a 10 plus hour fast already. Uh, and so intermittent fasting is basically kind of looking at, you know, most, most, I think, uh, quote unquote guidelines say, you know, 10 to 12 to 14 hours is kind of the base intermittent fast period. But it can it can extend out. It could be eight hours. It could be uh, sixteen hours. It could be twenty four hours. It could be twenty hours. It could be twelve, fourteen. It could be a day and a half. You know, thirty. It could be thirty six hours. Whatever. There's a lot of of leeway, uh, a lot of vagueness in the definition of what is intermittent fasting. 
Um, but but you know when you just boil it down, it's having a pretty uh, defined period where you don't eat, where it allows your body to not have to go through the pro- process of digestion because digestion is by you know by definition it is something that, that is hard on your body. You're, you're literally breaking down the food that you you take in. Uh, our bodies do it obviously on a daily basis, very very uh, efficiently, but it is a, a pro-inflammatory process. This the process of breaking down food, extracting the nutrients, digesting the waste or, or processing the waste and sending it out. Um, that is an inflammatory process. And, and, you know, if there's one thing that, that I think most people can agree on in, in the health world is that, you know, too much inflammation causes problems. It causes stress in the body. Stress is not good. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, of problems with, with excess inflammation in various systems. And again, I'm not trying to get into all the science, but just giving you an idea of, of maybe why there's some, some ideas, at least what some of the, uh, the, the rationale for intermittent fasting is, is that it kind of can cut down some of that dietary inflammation. And ultimately that is why I got started in intermittent fasting. Uh, I, I can't believe I, I initially kind of dipped my toe in. I was doing a little bit of, of background research on myself, uh, that it's been since two, 2013. It's when I started intermittent fasting. Um, and it's been, a, it's been up and down since then. There's been, sometimes I've been more diligent about it than others. Uh, and, and, and in that period, there's been times I've been more serious about running than others. But again, we'll kind of get to that as, as we go. But I ultimately started intermittent fasting because of this, this, uh, anti-inflammatory properties or, or, or at least that, that kind of mindset because of, you know, excess inf- inflammation within our bodies is associated with a higher risk for Alzheimer's disease. And both of my paternal grandparents had Alzheimer's disease uh, when, when they passed. And as a kid, watching your grandparents literally lose their mind, uh, literally forget who you are, um, that sucks. That sucks. You know, I, I was I was in maybe fifth or sixth grade, something like that, seventh grade maybe, when when my grandfather literally forgot who I was. Like I walked in to, to see him at the nursing home with my dad, and he looked at my dad and was like, hey, Tom, and who the hell is that? Yeah, that heavy stuff kind of, uh, you know, since then, you know, and, and obviously watching him deteriorate before that point where he was forgetting stuff, getting lost, couldn't stay at home anymore and had to move into the nursing home. Um, you know, that was, that was all tough in, in that downhill phase. But, but when, uh, when he said, who the hell is that? Whoo, like that, that hit home. And at that point it was like, all right, whatever I can do, in the rest of my life to try to help make sure that I don't have this to where, I mean, he didn't, obviously he didn't know, but you know, I don't want, you know, and this is, this is me at, at sixth, seventh grade going, I don't want my wife to have to deal with what my grandma is dealing with. I don't want my kids to have to deal with what my dad and my aunts and uncles are dealing with right now. And I don't want my grandkids to have to deal with what I'm dealing with right now of, of seeing literally a a man that we all loved who is not there anymore. Uh, and by the time he, he passed, I mean, he wasn't talking anymore. He'd forgotten who my grandma was. Um, it was, it was a sad state of affairs. And so when I, when I started doing a little bit of, of research and I, I read a book called the eight hour diet, um, and one of the things that they said was that this can help reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. I said, well, shoot, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I might be a little bit uncomfortable. I might uh, be, be hungry once in a while, but if, if. 30, 40, 50 years from now, it helps me to make sure I still got my mental faculties and I can, you know, still know who my grandkids are and, and still joke with, with, with Bex and with, with Addie and any other kids that may come around at some point down the line. Um, 
this is worth it for me. So that's when I started intermittent fasting, it had literally nothing to do with me as a runner. There was no concern about whether it was good for me as a runner. There really wasn't much concern as to whether it was bad for me as a runner. And I was fairly disciplined to it. Um, I, I would, uh, and I did notice sometimes that if I was going really long, like I would, I would have a little bit of something to eat beforehand. But, but when I first went into it, my diet didn't change. I wasn't going, you know, high, high fat, low carb or anything like that. I was just truncating the window in which I ate, um, from about noon to about eight o'clock at night. So I was eating for about an eight hour window fasting for the other 16 hours of the day would have water would have some coffee uh coffee black no no uh calories in the coffee before before the, i would break the fast but for you know no breakfast basically and it was okay you know it it, it had some ups and downs like i said there were there were times that i was more diligent times when i kind of fudged the lines a little bit and and you know pretty soon i was eating during a 10 hour window and i was eating during a 12 hour window and then back to 10 and whatever um but honestly, really never noticed much of an impact on my running. And in fact, I almost kind of th- use it as a, as a positive in that I figured if I trained on empty, um, I could go out and then on race day, I would make sure to eat a good breakfast. I would, I would make sure to, to get up plenty early so I'd have time to, to eat. You know, I'd find a diner. If I was traveling to a race, I'd find a diner that I could, I could get to and, you know, a Denny's or an IHOP or, or a little greasy spoon place that's open 24 hours a day. Get in there, you know, at, at, at you know, four hours before the race start, four and a half hours before the race start, have my eggs, have my, my, my toast, you know, before I gave up eating, eating grains, I have my toast, have my potatoes, um, and, and have my coffee, digest the food, use the bathroom and be ready to go, you know, four hours later for the race and be well fueled and ready to go. And that, that seemed to work for me because I was, I was training myself without eating, without supplementing food, without taking in nutrition during, during a, a training run. And then on race day, Bam! I'm giving myself everything I need. I'm setting the table uh, by eating, by having you know good good food in my system, by by taking in you know some some tailwind or some chews or some whatever nutrition on race day. But then, if you've been listening to the show for a little over a year, you know in the in the past year as the show gets released, uh, you know that about a year ago I started down this this path towards heart rate training, going all in on running easy, and part of what was uh, encouraged to me by the book Primal Endurance and, and some of the research I was doing was to also, you know, eat fewer carbs, um, do some intermittent fasting to, to try to help speed up the process of becoming more fat adapted. And, and the idea and the science is that if you do that, uh, it can pretty much make you bonk proof. And I'm going to get a lot more in depth on my, my year of, of heart rate training and, and, uh, high fat, low carb eaten in the next, uh, next week or so, uh, with these quick tips. But, but you know, that was kind of what, what got me back to being refocused on intermittent fasting. Again, I, I had still been, been more or less doing it, uh, you know, over the, over the last five years because of the Alzheimer's, uh, scare or the Alzheimer's, you know, trying to reduce the risk of Alzheimer's for myself and, and my family down the road. But in the last year, I kind of started to, to play with it as part of a, tra- as, as a training tool, as is part of what's helping me become a better runner. Um, and you know, if I had to, if, if I had to say, has it worked? Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, but don't just turn the radio. Don't, don't, don't just skip the rest of the episode now. Cause there's, there's a bit more to the story. Um, I feel today, uh, as, as this show gets released on the 7th of December, uh, 2018, that I have never been a stronger runner than I am now. Do I feel like intermittent fasting has played a part in that? Yeah, sure. 
uh, because I think it's helped me to become more fat adapted. And I think that becoming more fat adapted is, has, has certainly helped. Um, so I think that it's a piece of the puzzle, but I don't think it's the entire solution. I don't think that it's the silver bullet. I don't think that, that intermittent fasting, uh, is the end all be all. Uh, if you can only do this, you're going to be all set. I think that for me, it's been, it's been a piece of the puzzle, perhaps a pretty big piece of the puzzle, but still a piece of the puzzle that is working, but it's working only because of some of the other things I'm doing because of the fact that my body's becoming more fat adapted because of the fact that I've been doing the heart rate training because of the fact that, um, you know, I'm, I'm eating quality and that's really when it comes down to diet, that's always my, my caveat is it doesn't matter as much. I don't think which quote unquote diet you follow as long as what you're eating is quality. So if you're, if you're eating the typical, you know, carbohydrate heavier diet, if you're eating uh, a vegetarian, vegan diet, paleo, keto, primal, whatever, whatever you want to call it, it all comes down to eating quality foods. Um, you know, avoiding the processed, avoiding the, 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 the things that, you know, the fast foods and things like that. And that's what I've been doing for the most part. You know, every, every once in a while you have to live, you have to live life, but for the most part, I'm eating quality foods. Um, just eating them in a shorter window and it's working for me. My body's accustomed to it. It's adapted to it. Every once in a while, I get a little bit hungry in the morning. Most of the time, you know, have, have a little bit of water, a hit of coffee that solves the problem. Uh, but if not, you know what I eat sometimes in the morning before my window is closed or is open to eat. And it doesn't really matter. You know, that's, that's one of the beauties of intermittent fasting is that by definition, intermittent means it's not permanent. It's not set in stone. You can adjust. So, you know, I, I, every once in a while I'll have a little, I'll have a little something before like two o'clock in the afternoon. Cause usually I eat from about two to about six or sorry, two to about eight. And that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I'll have some coffee earlier and sometimes I'll put butter in the coffee. So you can make an argument that I'm breaking my fast at nine 30 in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning. That's fine. That's still giving me 14 hours of, of fasting or easily 12 hours. So I'm still getting the benefits. Um, but, but it, it just works for me. It works for me. It's been a process. It's been trial and error. I mean, it's been five years that I've been, been dabbling in this. So, you know, it, it works, but as, as a runner, has it impacted me negatively? No, I don't think so. But again, it's not just because of the intermittent fasting. It's, it's the whole picture. So, um, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with doing it. I don't, I, you know, and even before I, I went down this whole, uh, like I said earlier, before I went down this whole low carb approach, I was doing it as a training tool to help me be, you know, trained, fasted race, full race with a, with a full tank. And I do think that that helped. Uh, I, I would always feel stronger on race day than I would do during training. Even if I'm running, you know, a, a 16 mile training run versus a 26 mile marathon, I'd feel stronger in the marathon. And I think that a large part of that was that I was used to running on empty. Now I'm running full. Um, but I think that by, by switching now to be more fat adapted, uh, that that has kind of bridged that gap to where I, I don't feel even when I'm running on empty, I'm not empty because I've got this, I, I've been getting better at utilizing stored body fat for fuel. So it, it's, it's worked for me. Again, that, that doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. It doesn't mean that you should do it. All it means is that I'm, I'm a data set of one. It does work for me or it has worked for me. It might be something you want to try. It might not be one, something you want to try. So, you know, I'm not here to try to tell you that you should I'm not here to try to tell you that you shouldn't. Uh, it's just something that if you're interested in, I'm happy to answer questions about. I'm happy to, to share my experience. Uh, there's a lot of good research out there. There's a lot of, if you, you know, pardon the pun or pardon the, uh, the, the language, there's a lot of BS bullshit stuff out there too, that, that just makes no sense or it's so one-sided either pro or against that. It's not objective. It's, it's, it's coming at it from an angle. Um, but there's a lot of good neutral science out there. A lot of good 
su- reasons to maybe suggest it. Um, and, and also, you know, you don't have, you could do intermittent fasting without, um, without fasting before you without, without going into your runs unfueled by just switching the window. So instead of maybe eating from noon until eight, if you're a morning runner, you eat from when you wake up, you break the fast and you go for your run, you eat until three o'clock or four o'clock in the afternoon. And then that's when you start fasting. So there's, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of variations, a lot of ways that you can tweak it. You could do intermittent fasting on the days that you don't run or on the days that you just run easy and short and, you know, make sure you're, you're eating before your long runs. There's a lot of options, but ultimately, again, it comes down to, is it something you want to try? If not, pass, take a pass, but don't just think that, Oh, if I, if I don't eat, I'm going to be screwed because at least as, as I've experienced over five years now, that's not the case. That's not the case. So can you do intermittent fasting and still run marathons and half marathons and ultras and, and, and race and push yourself? Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely can. So, um, I, and ultimately that's, that's, I think the point of what I'm trying to get to today is that, you know, whether it's, it's fasting, whether it's any, number of other things that are kind of, I don't know if controversial, but, um, uh, that, that are polarizing, you know, high fat, low carb, uh, versus standard diet versus, uh, you know, um, eating, you know, supplementing nutrition during a run versus not, um, you know, different shoes, different training philosophies, different, whatever. In most cases, none of them are black and black and white. None of them are cut and dry. There's always wiggle room. There's always opportunities. There's always, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You just got to try it and be open to trying it. So don't just, you know, there's no reason to go into any of these debates and say all in yes, all in no. It's, it's yeah, maybe give it a shot. Try it. See what works for you. Um, so that's that. That's my, my take on intermittent fasting. Uh, and like I said, if you have questions on it or you want to talk more about it in, in specifics or anything like that, let me know. I'm happy to have those, those conversations, um, on social media or in the Facebook group or wherever works for you. Uh, we can talk about it if it's something you're interested in. And if you're not, no worries. Hopefully you, you at least learned a little bit about maybe some of the, the options. And if it's something you want to look into down the road, the resources are out there to do it. So that is it for today. That is it for today's quick tip. Thanks again to those that have left reviews recently for the podcast. And again, especially those who have left reviews in the early days. You know, I know there's there's reviews in there in iTunes from three years ago, four years ago, and, and some of you are even still listening to the show today. So thank you for, for the continued, continued listening, listen, listening continuing to be a listener of the show. And for those that are just finding it and have already left reviews, appreciate it. And if you haven't done so yet, head over to iTunes when you have a minute or Stitcher or Google play or wherever you listen to the show that you can leave a review uh, and do that. It it certainly is appreciated. And especially those that that navigate through iTunes. I know it's a pain, but uh, thank you for doing that. So uh, until next time, please be well. Oh, hold on. Let me not get ahead of myself. If you have, I've told you, if you had questions, let me know, but I forgot to remind you how to do so. I'm at Dizruns on the Twitter and on Instagram. Dizruns at gmail.com is probably the best email address to, uh, to get my attention quickly. Um, and of course you can head over to the show notes. There's, there's memes, there's gifs, there's the whole nine yards, there's links, all of the things, uh, in the show notes, Dizruns.com slash six, five, eight is the uh, link that'll get you there to this particular episode. Let me know what you think there when when you're there in the comment box towards the bottom of the page and now we'll go ahead and officially wrap this thing up thank you guys for listening as always thanks for all you do to support me uh and if there's ever anything i can do to support you i'm I'm more than happy to do whatever i can to do that so let me know how i can help you whether it's intermittent fasting related or anything else i'll I'll see what i can do um but until next time please be well take good care and uh, we'll talk soon all right see you (laughs) 